a Christian brother and I was teaching uh, in schools uh, before I was uh, asked to join the Aboriginal people and uh, I went to Kempsey then and the people there asked me uh, would I uh, recover their language and, and uh, look at their their stories and songs and so on. So I, I that was about uh, 1986 I started in Kempsey doing that with the local uh, Gumbanga people. They were actually people living on Dungati land but they had been taken down uh, from their own uh, territory a bit further north to Kempsey uh, to a mission there and uh, the mission had closed but they saw me there so I worked with them as a little club. The club turned into a big organisation, the Moorabai Language Centre and uh, I am sort of like uh, a hanger on there, you know, helping yeah. with uh, language and stuff. And just reading like a little bit of your story, you are a uh, recipient of the Paddy Dawes Award? Yeah, it was a great honour and I regard it as a great honour from the Aboriginal people, really. Gary Williams sponsored me. He's uh, a Gumbanger elder and he sort of spoke on behalf of the people. So I regard any honour for me is really a part of that, belongs to them, really. Congratulations on receiving that award. And I suppose just for your own journey, living and working among Aboriginal people, the journey, how has that been for you and what have you learned throughout your I journey? Suppose, yeah. I suppose... The people that I work with might have lost some of the kinship structures, but they haven't lost a huge sense of family, and that's something that I've been given, uh, that family is so important. And family isn't just uh, your local brother and sister and father and mother and wife. It's a much bigger idea, a a belongingness, that is something that uh, has been very good for me. And even though the people might have uh, lost the kinship terms as to section names and things like that, that hasn't really disappeared. It's uh, it's only the names that have disappeared for it. Also, just reading a little bit about you, ha- you having compiled a dictionary and grammar for the Mbanga. <clears throat> Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, our little club there, which all Gumbanga uh, people, we really needed some uh, resources. Uh, so that we could share it with uh, younger people. And so I uh, went to uh, the place in Canberra, Ayatsis. It was called, uh, actually, um, it didn't have the TI part in when I went there, but uh, I, I collected all the tapes and language materials uh, and brought them back and, and started writing them all down and collecting them and uh, working with uh, local people that still had the language which uh, weren't a lot of people. I remember our Uncle Manny de Silva from Armadale, he would come down and help our little group with language. Uh, and we collect, and then I saw, hey, there's heaps of stories that have been written down early days. And, uh, why don't we collect those and uh, put them, write them down? So I wrote down what I heard, uh, old people talking story and what I saw written down and collected it all and, and I come in combination with uh, uh, people, uh, Gary Williams from uh, Moorby Language Centre and Dallas Walker, we we put together a lovely uh, storybook in Gumbanga language and in English uh, to preserve that part. The dictionary, this is the third edition now of that 
because uh, constantly discovering both uh, glitches and new words and uh, that fill out that. And as for the grammar, uh, because we've been teaching over the last 30 years or so, uh, we had to gradually compile it, uh, organise uh, sort of, you know, rules that go with the language and uh, and that turned into the grammar. Wow. Since working with Aboriginal people and having that put out through the education system and those things, how important do you think it is still to to keep recording uh, language and culture and also looking mm. at it from the technology mm. side of things have changed from, you know, 30 <laughs> years ago and, I mean, it's always evolving. So. Well, that- with them. Unfortunately, yeah. my poor old brain is not not equipped with all the latest gadgetry. Uh, but I'd love to be able to do, for instance, from Murbai, we could do a, a kind of e-course, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where where people don't have to go long distances to come to the centre, but can actually catch up uh, as a group uh, through the internet. Uh, uh, there are things like Zoom and and uh, Skype that I'd love to be able to... Uh, I've only done it with individuals, but I think it would be great to be able to get together with both my Aboriginal friends that are teachers and ones that need to learn, uh, and we could then do it in a group thing without actually always having to come together, which is quite a long distance sometimes. What important message do you have out there to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people about keeping recording language? I think it's it's terribly important. We, for instance, uh, we've collected something like 20 to 30 old songs and uh, uh, people feel a great sense of pride in recovering uh, a kind of a sense of... Uh, of, of heritage, identity, ownership, and I feel so sad when uh, people who actually still have those, and uh, it might be story, it might be language, it might be song, and they don't realise how easy it is to lose those and how quickly they drain away unless they're recorded. When we launched the uh, the Dreaming Storybook, it was called the Gumbanga Yuludara Yandegam, Gumbanga Dreaming Story Collection, uh, the hall was packed and I could see a huge sense of pride in the people because that was their story, uh, all right, from various parts of the Gumbanga territory, but it, it was owned and, and that pride, that sense of uh, uh, well-being that comes from a recovery of one's heritage, I think that's uh, that's been the biggest thing that's given me great joy. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, well, on that note, Stephen, I would like to thank you for taking the time out uh, today and, and having a talk with me. Um, congratulations once again on being uh, one of the recipients for the, the Pudgy Doors Award for Indigenous Language Teachers. So thank you, Stephen, for joining us on the Karma oh, Network. Thank you.